Well, welcome into the AL Recruiting Power 5 podcast, everyone, where we ask some of the brightest minds recruiting around the country. We ask them five questions, and we get to find out some information about recruiting that's important to you as, as students, parents, and the fans. And today, we are excited to have Coach TJ Randall. He is the Director of Scouting for the University of Houston Cougars. Coach, thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely, Dave. I appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely. Well, we will just get right into it. Coach, I know you're scouting. I know you're watching a lot of kids, but our first question has to be, what's your best recruiting story? <laughs> Something that may be funny, whatever it is. Let's, yeah. let's hear it. Oh, man. So definitely, um, you know, at, at, at any point in the recruiting business, you know, you, you're definitely tasked with, um, you know, transport, transportation, you know, showing kids around, whatever it may be. So I definitely have, uh, you know, I've had some few that we've, a few that we've laughed about over the years. I think the one that takes the cake though is, um, golly, this might've been 20, it was like 2019, I think. Um, we had a big official visit weekend when I was at, so I was at Liberty University for a few years before that, uh, before Houston. So I was taking, I was taking this kid back to the airport um, we, he's flying out of Roanoke. So, you know, Liberty's in Lynchburg. So Roanoke's like, you know, a little more than an hour away. So we're getting there, we're driving, <clears throat> making pretty good time. Uh, we're probably 10 or 15 minutes away from the airport. And I'm at, I'm at this, I'm at the red light. Um, and we're just sitting there kind of talking and I hear like, I hear her honking, like, right. I think in the lane next to me or something, I hear honking. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm looking around to see like what's going on. And somebody's like gesturing to me. And I kind of rolled the window down and they're like, you have a flat tire. Your tire's going flat. <laughs> I didn't even notice until I checked the tire pressure because I couldn't really feel it. Um, so I checked the tire pressure and it had gone down to like 17. Right. Oh. So I'm like, okay, great. We're 10 minutes from the airport. Like, I really don't want to be late and make them miss their flight. All these thoughts are going through my head. So I'm like, I'm getting real nervous. I'm like, all right, well, I'll pull over to this gas station. We'll just fill it up real quick. And then like, I just want to get into the airport and we'll kind of, I'll figure everything else out after that. So we get to the we get to the gas station and this probably five probably five minutes has passed since I was at the light and it's a lot flatter now than it was. <laughs> so I'm like, look, um, we're probably not going to make it to the airport on, on three tires. I don't really want to risk it. You know, we were still like 10 minutes away. So we were like just kind of close enough or just far enough to where it would be risking it. And I was like, I'm definitely not going to drive a, a recruit and his family on three tires to the right. airport even if we are only 10 minutes. So I get out and I'm looking at it and the recruits dad, he kind of gets out with me and we're looking at it and I try to fill it up and nothing happens. So I'm like, okay, this is not like, this isn't like some low tire pressure that I can just, you know, this is, this thing's going full blown flat. So I try to fill it up and he's like, well, do you have the spare? And I was like, it's a, in my mind, like it's a rental. So I don't know where it would be. So we kind of looked for, we started looking for it and sure enough, we find it, we pop it out and then, he and I changed the tire right there, right there. And we take him right back. We take him to the airport um, and kind of was smooth sailing from there. So I've never had, I've never had that happen <laughs> before. Never had it happen since. Um, thankfully he was a good sport about it. Um, and it, it helped out a lot. And I was so nervous. I was like, I don't want to like, I really just didn't want them to miss their flight. Cause they're, they're coming from California. Wow. So obviously, yeah. you know, thousands of miles away. So I'm like, this is kind of like worst case scenario. Um, because someone was we had I called you know I made a couple calls and someone was going to come pick me up because they made an airport run and I was like I just don't know if I have enough time so we just sure enough we, we changed the tire and we were on our way 
awesome, man. That it, it's crazy, and I I think people don't realize like how many how much like logistics and people are planning just mm-hmm. like one official visit for a recruit. I don't think people get that at all. So no, it's a <laughs> it, it's quite a process, especially when you get to December and you have these big weekends. Um, yeah. You know, you have as many as 10 kids like in when when Coach Freeze, when he first got there after our first year at Liberty, that 2019 season, um, well, even his first this first like weekend with us was 2018 because he got hired December 2018. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but he got hired and he came right in. And that first 2018 weekend, December weekend was massive. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it takes like you said, it's a whole logistical um kind of like jungle gym if you will you know there's different people going different directions Mm -hmm. the reason why i was able to call someone to come pick me up from the airport run was because he was dropping somebody off yeah and so he could just turn around and come back and get me so um yeah there's a lot of planning um you know the thing with those weekends is you have to be very flexible you have to be very flexible and be very patient which we as humans you know it's not really human nature to be either one of those things especially when there's a lot of stress and and kind of other factors involved so um, yeah, it takes a lot, you know, thankfully, even, you know, at Liberty and then here at Houston have been around great team, a lot of other really good people and that that always makes it easier, right? Everybody that you're that you're with. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a process. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, we do have a lot of uh, students that watch and follow. And, and so I'll just ask you the question and, and, and you're free to go anywhere you want to with it. But like what advice to, would you give to students that want to play college football, that want to be recruited? Like what advice would you, as somebody who's been in the business, would you say to them? Um, yeah, first thing, you know, I, I would definitely, first thing that I always try to say when I answer that question is because I, you know, it's funny, we had a couple kids um, who were with us for one of our spring practices a few weeks back and they were, it was like kind of a group and they asked me the same thing. And you know, it's really, there's really no secret sauce or secret kind of recipe to it. It's, it's work hard for one. I mean, no one's going to, no one's going to hand you anything, you know, in this, in this business, in this profession, we watch thousands of kids a year. Um, So it's tough, you know, we're, we're always trying to evaluate the best players and we're always trying to, we're always trying to find the right guys for our system, you know, in our program and even things off the field. So it's definitely work hard right as kind of cliche as that sounds i've come across a lot of a lot of players that i love their film right and i had offer grades on them and all this stuff and they they never kind of panned out for us because they didn't really know how to work hard or strain and and, you know maybe football wasn't the most important thing to them so um that's that's kind of the number one thing that's the foundation because everything from there is a trickle down effect you know the other thing that i try to tell them is you got to take school seriously Mm. i've seen so many guys don't make it or struggle to make it because of everything that goes on academically, you know, school isn't, isn't a priority for them. You know, they don't take it as seriously as they shouldn't. And it stinks. You know, I, I really have hate, I've hated to see it happen to so many guys where it's, you know, I could have been this, I could have done that, but my grades were bad, you know, and mm. that all kind of stems from that first point of like, Hey, you know, working hard, you know, what's your work ethic? Like how much, how much does everything else, how much does it matter to you? Um, another thing that I think is really important is, is I try to encourage them to play as many sports as possible. Um, obviously, you know, football's kind of becoming more year round, um, yeah. seven on seven, the advent of seven on seven is huge. And I'm, I, I like seven on seven because it's just continuing to play football. You're continuing to hone your craft and develop. Um, uh, but I always try to encourage them to play other sports. You know, if you've played basketball or baseball or soccer growing up, 
you've done track and field growing up, man, try to do that as, as much as you can. Um, yeah. We've recruited a ton of talented football players that have also run track, that have also played basketball, that have also played baseball. Um, you know, at Liberty, we signed Brylan Green from Louisiana, who was a heck of a baseball player. And we took him at Liberty as a baseball player as well. Like it's things like that that kind of translate um, and really just help you develop as an athlete, right? There's so many other factors um, athletically and just, just kind of, from a sports standpoint that, that carry over and cross over. Um, so I would say those are the key factors, you know, those are the things, all, all of those traits I can attribute to success um, mm. that I've seen in, in some of these other guys over the years. All right. Well, you know, I know there's obviously a family involved. And so when you, you know, kind of that third question we ask is like, what advice do you give to parents or guardians of, of students that their kids are trying to be recruited and, and kind of going through that process. Yeah. And that's, that's the big one too. Cause I think, you know, for in this process there, it's, they're always new to it, you know, for the most part, it's a new experience, right? It's something that, um, you know, there's not a lot of, there's not, there's no precedent if you've never done it before, right? There's no prior experience you can draw on. So if you're really new to it, the, the number one thing that I think, you know, parents should, should kind of hone in on. And, and I try to tell them is anytime you go on a visit, Anytime you're going through the recruiting process, ask questions, ask as many mm. questions as you can think of, ask them all. I mean, we had, we had a really, uh, a guy that we're really high on here for spring practice a few weeks ago. And his dad was asking me all kinds of questions and not even just about like Houston um, in general, but just about recruiting process. And it was like, it was awesome. I, I really did enjoy it because I don't really get it. I don't get that that often. You know, mm. I don't get the questions about, the recruiting process. Cause I want to help them as much as possible. You know, obviously everything that we do is geared to, to help them and, and kind of steer them and navigate them to our school. But I think it's important to ask questions about the process, especially if you know, if you have, you know, confidence in, in your recruiting process, mm-hmm. I always, I always encourage them ask questions. Um, anything you're unsure of while you're there, ask it, you know, yeah. you, you never know what you, you don't know what you don't know. And you'll, you'll never know if you don't ask. Um, I think that one's huge. I really think that going to see other places, I always encourage that, you know, if you're being recruited by multiple schools, try to see as many as you can, because there's nothing that replicates or rivals like the actual experience of being on campus, Mm -hmm. right? We can look at pictures, we can look at videos, we can, we can talk to different people and coaches associated with the program, but actually being there and getting a feel for coaches, staff, players, the environment itself, it's huge. It's, It's unmatched. You know, you can't get that anywhere else. So um, and, and within reason, though, you know, that's the other thing, too, is don't just go see every place, you know, because a lot of times you're going on your own dime. So, yeah, you know, I've, and, and parents understand that part. You know, I don't really ever have to say that because, you know, they're, they're smart. They get it financially. So, um, you know, try to see as many places as you can within reason and, and try to entertain, you know, everybody, anybody that's actively interested in you. I would definitely go see them, go spend time with their staff, their players um, on campus. Um, and then the, the, the last thing that I really try to encourage parents on when they ask, you know, it's when it gets to the camp circuit, be smart about that, too, because mm-hmm. every school is doing a camp, you know, one way or another, for the most part, you know, maybe not every school, but 99 percent of them are, are doing a camp. Right. Don't don't feel the need to go to every camp. And I mm-hmm. say that because you're you're still you're still a student athlete and you're still going to be practicing with your own team in the summer. And then you're going to gear up for fall camp in August. Your body's going to go through a lot. You know, that's putting yeah. it's putting a lot of pressure on your body, a lot of pressure on you physically to try to go to like five, six, seven camps in the summer. You know, so right. 
that, that, that aspect I think can get overlooked because, you know, every kid wants to go to every camp and try to get noticed by everybody. And I totally understand that. And I, I think you should go to as many within reason, but it's just trying to get them to understand like, Hey, you know, you go to your fourth or fifth camp, you've been on the road for a week, you're going to be worn out. Yeah. You, know, you get to camp five. It's, it's a lot. Um, but that also kind of ties into, you know, going to camps maybe where that are nearby uh, you know, lo- local within reason, or if it's a school that's recruiting you, it kind of goes back to the trying to go see all these places, um, trying to go see as many places as you can within reason. It kind of ties into that too, you know, just be, just being smart and being understanding of what that process looks like and how to, how to navigate it. Yeah. I, I always, and I said on the last podcast is that um, parents usually, if they're fortunate, go through this process one time. And you guys as coaches go through it every day. And so it's, you know, y'all know the list of things you need to check off. And so ask, I love what you said, ask the questions because you as a family may not understand what you need to be doing and that list you need to be checking off. Right. You just never, and that's it. And it really just boils down to, you don't know what you don't know and how, you know, how could you know if you've never been through it before? Exactly. Totally brand new process. And, and like you said, you make a good point, you know, in a perfect world, you only go through it once. So you want to make sure that you get it. It's a huge, because it's a huge decision. I mean, right. I've been a recruited student athlete before, but not nearly on the level of, of these guys. So like I, like my basic knowledge of it and my kind of, you know, basic background of it, I can only imagine how much is heightened at their level. Um, right. So it's just making sure that you feel 100% confident in, in the decision you're going to make. Yeah. And and I think that kind of moves into question number four of things have changed drastically, I would say, in the last three to four years. And you have NIL and you have the portal, which really changes recruiting specifically for high schoolers, I think, um, because, you know, sometimes the portal has closed doors and opportunities. The NIL has opened doors. Like, what do you, how do you help players and what do you advise to them to navigate some of these new things that have kind of come up? Yeah, it's, um, it's a very, it, it can be a very tough situation to navigate. Now, thankfully, um, I don't think we've been in a situation where we have, um, taken players because of because of money so to speak you know I think mm-hmm. there have been I think that's what kind of gets lost in all this is you know 17 18 year olds are, are looking for you know the place that maybe is going to offer them the most money or the most financial opportunity and that's you know I think it's great that players have that opportunity and that chance because it's it can be life-changing um, so my encouragement to them is just hey whatever the NIL offer package is, you know, I'm, I'm still new in that area too. There's, there's a lot that I still am learning and understanding as we go. Um, but I guess I just try to encourage them, like, don't let that be the the root of your decision. Don't let it be mm-hmm. the basis, you know, may, maybe let it be a sweetener or whatever. If it's, if it's the cherry on top, then great. Um, I think there are still the other factors that should matter more in the recruiting process, your relationship with the coaches, you know, how you feel. Like I, I was, I went on recruiting visits when I was being recruited as well. And I, the biggest thing for me, I made my decisions based on how I felt when I went to the visit, you know, how the campus was, the location of the campus, the the staff, the players, the people, I think those things should all still reign supreme and, and be the, the leading factor. Um, you know, NIL is, is a great opportunity for, for programs and players alike. And I'm really, I'm really excited about what it can do for, um, recruiting, you know, for both, like I said, for both the program and the players, but I think it's, 
you know, you still want to make sure that the foundation of your decision is is being laid out properly. Right. And, and I think too, uh, you know, one of the things that I was talking with another guy about, I think t- with the portal stuff is that you just have to see how the program you're talking to uses the portal. Do they, do they use the portal to just fill needs after kind of spring evaluation or are they using it to really, you know, stock their team? And mm-hmm. and I, I think that that's kind of the way players are going to have to just look at every team and how coaches use the portal. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the thing with the portal is too, that I, I don't know if it necessarily gets lost in translation, but I always want to make sure people are aware of every team is going to use the portal one way or another. Now, some are going to uh, yes. use it more than others, but every team is going to use it. So if you, if you're a, pro, a high school prospect and you're kind of looking at choosing a school, that's not going to use the portal. It's going to be slim pickings um, because right. we have to, we, we just have to, the way that the game is going now, you know, we can, we can lose a scholarship player at any moment within the, within the windows, you know, we, the, the two windows that we have, we could lose a player at a moment's notice. Cause you know, we get, they get a one-time transfer. For exactly. So you just never know. And like, we lose a scholarship player. What we're not going to, what are we not going to take another scholarship player that has some exactly. experience and fill, fill the void. Like we have to do that. So um, it's inevitable. You can't avoid it as a high school prospect. And I know it's kind of, it's stung them a little bit over the years because high school kids have gotten overlooked for the portal. Um, and I, I understand that, you know, that's, that's tough, but it's going to be regardless of where you go, they're going to take transfers. If it's yeah. not, if it's not this year, then it's going to be the next year, the year after that, because um, there's so much roster attrition and turnover at a moment's notice. I think the other thing too, is these college college coaches, it's become more like the NFL that the window of opportunity has shrunk for them instead of getting maybe four or five years, you're down to maybe two or three, you know, yep. it used to be, you, you had, you know, all kinds of time to build your roster in college, but now it's, Hey, if, if year two, year three rolls around and we're not seeing a return on our investment, then they're going to, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. going to be, you or, it's you or them. That's, that's the way it's, it kind of, it kind of goes. So um, they're going to do everything in their power to build the roster the way they see fit. So um, I would say just be prepared for wherever you go. They'll, they'll take transfers, so just kind of be ready to compete and, and understand that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I always I think in in my opinion, when I look at specifically NIL and portal, it's really turned the the high schoolers have to treat it like more like a business and and be more professional at a much younger age, and 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 the ones that do that and handle their business, do their job, work hard are gonna are gonna benefit and are going to be successful in a system like this. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's inevitable. And like you're saying that the better you can handle it and kind of be understanding of that, the, the further along you'll get for sure. Absolutely. Well, we'll just kind of shift gears a little bit, kind of be a little more personal here. I was uh, checking some of, some of the stuff and, and reading. Uh, I love that in your bio uh, and kind of, we get in the fifth question. We ask about your faith uh, and you have Psalm 73, 26 posted says my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion uh, forever. You know, how, what, what is your faith in Christ? How does it guide you in coaching and, and in what you do every day? Yeah. So first and foremost, you know, that verse to me is, is that's the guiding light of my life you know, in terms of, in terms of how I go about everything, you know, I'm obviously a firm believer and my faith is not something I'm ashamed of. And I'm, I'm hundred percent, 
you know, devoted to my relationship in Christ. Um, and that's what it is. You know, eventually, you know, we're all going to go at some point, my flesh and my heart are going to fail. But when I go, regardless of when, when it is or how it is, um, I know that my, my eternity is in Christ forever. So mm. I, I love that. I love how, I love how it encapsulates what, what Christ stood for and how, you know, he calls us to, to walk our walk and have a relationship with him. Um, you know, it's kind of cool, like working at, at Liberty, um, our running backs coach back then, Bruce Johnson, you know, I've developed a pretty good relationship with him, consider him a close friend. You know, he used to say, and he still says it today, actually, because he, I was, we were talking on the phone and he said the same thing. And, you know, he used to tell me, he's like, if, if God wants these kids to be here and come here, you know, in the recruiting process, then they'll be here. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'd never thought about that, but it makes so much sense because I think in this profession and really maybe any profession, you can kind of, there can be a separation between like work and, and your faith. And it's trying to really what I try to do is I try to intersect them. Right. I, I want to walk my walk. I want others to see me as a believer in my profession. Right. Um, and that's part of it. You know, it's like, it's praying like, you know, God, if, if this is where you want him to be, um, then that's great. And we'll trust in that. I'll trust in that. I'll do everything I can in my power to help him succeed. Um, if he, if he chooses not to come here, then that's just not his plan. You know, it's, yeah. It's God's plan in the, in the profession too. Like you just have never, I never thought about it that way. Um, and I'm, I'm glad he shared that with me because it makes sense. And it's, it's a reassuring, it's a reassuring thing. You know, we can't control what these kids do. If they choose not to come here, then, you know, they chose, yeah. they chose not to come here. That wasn't God's path for him. And I wish him well. And I'll always, you know, I'll always be rooting for him. Um, but that's part of it. And then just the intersection, like I mentioned earlier, is just kind of, you know, as I develop relationships with these prospects and, and, know if you know pick up or talk to them about their own relationship with christ and, you know their you know their relationship in, in the faith if that's something that's important to them or matters to them it's like hey how can i pray for you you know mm, yeah this is going to be a this is a huge decision you're going to make you know and, and i know we're recruiting you but at the end of the day you know i have a lot of faith and confidence in our in our recruitment of you um you know how can i be praying for you to make your decision you know, right what, what can i be praying for you or your family for in, in tough times because we get, I think sometimes we get so lost in the recruiting. Um, let me not say weeks. I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but I think it can be easy in general to get lost in the recruitment of these kids and, and just see them as football players or football prospects. But they come on campus, you know, you meet their mom, their dad, their brother, their sister, their friends, their teammates. Like these kids are still 17 years old, 18 yeah. years old. They have life going on. That's like that, that can be really tough and challenging. And a lot of times, it's not always a perfect home life. It's not always a perfect background. They have a lot going on. And it's just like, how can I be of service to you? How can I be praying for you? How can I, you know, help you within, within reason, within the means of, of my ability? Um, yeah. So as I, that's been pretty cool. You know, we were, we've been, you know, kind of going through just some of the guys that, that we're recruiting and, and it's just like, Hey, how can I, you know, how can I be praying for you? It's, just, you know, and sometimes they're not always, not that, not everyone's a believer, you know, not everyone has a strong faith in, in Christ. Right. So it's, you know, if it's maybe not something that we've discussed or they're comfortable with, I'll just, I pray for them, you know, on the side, like, Hey God, I just pray that, you know, you would give such and such the wisdom and the strength and the courage to make their decision. And, um, you know, just other parts of life that they're going through and you pick up on when you talk to them, it's praying for those things too. Yeah, man, that, that is, that is awesome. I love that. I love what coach said. I mean, then you don't have to sweat if you have a flat tire on the way to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's still yeah, up to the all. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. Well, man, I have 
thoroughly enjoyed the conversation today and I appreciate all the information about recruiting and just about your personal life and your walk with Christ. And coach, I just, I wish you nothing but the best, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. It's always a good opportunity to, uh, to talk ball. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for everybody for watching or listening today. If you don't mind, hit the subscribe button, but stay tuned. We'll have more stuff going on. Just keep following us and we'll be posting new podcasts every week. Thanks. Thanks again, coach. Yeah, God bless.